What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Chocolate with a Side of Medicine. I am one of your lovely hosts, Amy Jo MD, and I have with me Dr. Chris. Hey, guys. Dr. Sunshine. Hello. And Dr. Nono's out saving lives, so she won't be with us tonight. We miss her, but we will get this party started. So what's up? Listen, listeners, just for the record, because Dr. Sunshine is out here judging me. <laughs> There's a fly in my house, okay? And it keeps buzzing by so damn fast that its wings is in my damn sound system. So if you hear some spray in the background that Dr. Sunshine may or may not cut from this episode, it's because I'm killing flies, all right? You a jack of all trades. Look, this way, killing lies, killing flies. What else you doing? Y'all heard it though. You heard it swoop through all low. Like I didn't hear it. I didn't hear yeah. Nobody we heard can, it. We can lack of focus already. This might be an after dark episode. <laughs> it's late. We're recording way later than normal. Everybody focuses off. Amy Jo can't even focus because she got a fly in her room. Like, listen, and Amy Jo got and a, a big can of spray. She got a me. big place. She ready. And a fly swatter. <laughs> so you got a fly swatter. While we're talking, you're going to be like. <laughs> got a shoe. Look, got my flip flop right here. Flip flop. <laughs> fly spray. Pow. Raid and flip flop. You ready for anything? Um, <laughs> I mean, you in the south and it's summertime, so listen. <laughs> I get Yo, they coming in. They like it's too hot for outside. Let me get in your house. That no, is how they feel. Well, real talk. It though, is. Um, those flies are annoying. I don't even know how to get into my house most times because they run in. It's hot outside, and then and then you're sitting there, and it's and it drives you insane. Drives me mad. <laughs> Like I spend all day trying to kill a fly, like all day. No, you just have to shoo it out. Like no, just... it's not that. No, it's not that this simple. one is hyper, and it's the last man standing. So we were having a refrigerator. We got our we swapped refrigerators. We got a new one. We sold the old one, and so the door was open for a long time. So there were like fifty damn flies in my house. So I've been killing flies for days, right? I thought I got all of them, Ooh. but um. This last one is like, and you got you know, high ceil- you got high ceilings too. So yeah, so he keeps coming down and he like flies up to the top, and so I can't get him, but I'm gonna get him. I aspire, <laughs> I aspire to have ceilings as high as Amy Joe's. That is that is on my uh that is on my to do list because her ceilings be high. <laughs> like echo, 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 right. echo, echo. <laughs> He's so living a good fly. life over there. You know, um, Chris, do you hmm. want to give us a, a essence update? Oh yeah, right. It was a great time, guys. I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. I just went to. Well, that was my first time going to Essence Festival, so I didn't know what to expect. But it was great. It was a good time. It was really nice to see all the lovely chocolate black people around. It was it was great. The actual convention, so they do stuff in the convention center. And mm. it was a lot. It was like, it was a lot for me. It was like, I'm seeing all these things. And I'm like, where can I get free stuff? Because that's <laughs> free samples. But those lines were long. Oh, just my to get, like to the booth or like just yeah, to get in just the... Yeah, just a booth just to get like something free. So like there was, they were selling these like, um these bags. Well, they weren't really selling. They were giving out these bags. Um it was nice bags on the McDonald's line. I don't know if McDonald's was, if they were giving like coupons or something, but everybody was on that line to get that bag. And we were trying to get that bag, but that line was like really long. You would spend like Chris, all day on the line. 
Chris, I'm you're not, not trying you're to get something free. You're not, you're not supposed to be there for the free stuff. You're supposed to be there for the culture. You're supposed to yeah, be checking I out. You're supposed to be checking out free stuff. Moves. You're supposed to, I'm sure there's tons of black owned businesses. I'm sure there's tons too. of like, you know, I'm sure there's lots of like black nonprofits and, yeah. and scholarship funds and for the culture. Here go Chris talk about some. I'm trying to get free stuff. What McDonald's gonna give me? What? Yeah. So I got these these cute little bunny um mini uh bunny ears. They're so cute. Aww. I'll show it to you guys. It was cute. But Chris. the line, listen, it was a Disney. Chris. Line, so you know Disney don't play with their lines. They keep it moving. Chris. Yeah. Do you I, hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? We know who I am. It is what it is. Did you at least did you at least uh <laughs> did you at least see any other black professional booths that you were interested in? Were I there any so. other black docs? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I was getting that McDonald's bag. Yeah, I know. I but was no, like, I didn't girl. Get it. I didn't get it because of the line. But um, it was cool. <laughs> there was this um food and wine thing. So they were giving out Ooh. like free um, wine. And But at that point, um, my feet were hurting. So we were trying to sit down. <laughs> and um, Jessie Wu was there. She talked. It was cool. I saw her. Mm. Uh, who else did I see? Genuine was supposed to perform, but I missed that performance. No, I don't need to see Gen- Gen- Genuine. Genuine needs to, girl. Have you not seen and these Gen- videos going viral about Genuine? No. Right, they're hilarious. Wait, so did you get that you um get the West Coast rap? Did you see that all those performances like Ice oh, Cube? Oh, I didn't get to see. Uh, so I showed up there late, true form. Um, but I saw the end <laughs> of Ice Cube, but I didn't actually get to see Ice Cube because it was oh like, man was at the end. So I so like that JJ part. Fat. I missed that um, part. Yeah. yeah, JJ Fad. Did they have um, Salt and Pepper? I can't remember. JJ Fad. I think Salt and uh, Pepper. DJ was Quick. Ti. I, I saw Ti. So I saw the Atlanta Ice Sex, Cube. Which was cool. um, um, I saw Missy. Missy. Jermaine Dupree and friends. Yeah, I saw Monica. Monica. Because Amy Joe was over here watching on Hulu because Hulu was streaming it, but I couldn't watch it on Hulu. I was out. Yeah, I saw Big Boy. That was cool. What was that I see? They sang my song. They did. <laughs> they did. They chose. They chose you. <laughs> and I got a bunch of videos, of, of snippets of songs. Yay! So you I ate some good food. I did. I did have some good food. Um, it was really, 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 really hot. You know, now that I think about it, you've been to New Orleans a lot recently over the last couple of years. You've been to New Orleans a few good times. I have. It's always a mm-hmm. good time. Because we went for Mardi Gras, then you went for my bachelorette, now you're there for Essence. Listen. Every time I go, I have a great time. Oh, I know you do. You have too good of a time. I do. <laughs> and since it's Chocolate MDs After Dark, you can share more if you want to, but you know, maybe not. Maybe not. Just say maybe I didn't not. get lost this time. You didn't get lost this time? No. You weren't a unicorn this time? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Ah! It's a good time. Cause you know, you know, if Dr. Nono was here, she would have definitely said, Oh, you know, did you get lost like you did last time? Because you know she'd be trying to throw me under the bus. Oh, but you did not. You did not get lost this time. <laughs> I did. Our not. phone definitely died. It was funny. I was My telling <laughs> the Mr. Like, oh, Dr. Chris is in New Orleans, but I'm sure her phone is dead. And he was like, how do you know? And I was like, because I know. Because you, you almost took a job down there or down there adjacent. I did. Good thing I did it. The Lord yeah. knew. The Lord knew that that was not for me. Listen, 
Listen, my husband still fights me on this, but I would love to have a second house in New Orleans. Mind you, mind you, y'all, I ain't got my first house yet. We're working on that. But my second house, <laughs> I would love to have. I agree. It, New Orleans seems just like a magical place. I love it's it. It's got so much culture and just, uh, there's just yeah. so much going on. It's got so much flavor. The people, that- the music, the food, everything. You see uh, Beyonce's Pittsburgh? I heard. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness. Listen, listen, y'all. Listen, this might go on a slight rant by me, but I'm going to let Amy Jo, because she she punted it out there. I'm going to let Amy Jo talk first. You go ahead first, Amy Jo. You see her, well, her, I was just saying her Pittsburgh um, tour date got canceled. And it was only one tour date. So they got nothing. Pittsburgh is unhappy. It's it's not just so she canceled Pittsburgh and then she had to reschedule three other dates, Seattle, Kansas City and another one. Here's the problem. And I knew this might be a problem. You know why I knew this? Because let me let me let me tell you all something. Here's how hardcore I am. I'm gonna go see Beyonce twice. And because I know Beyonce is doing a stadium tour, which is a problem, because when you do a stadium tour, you have to share the stadium with others. Correct. Now, the first date we're going to go see doesn't conflict with football season at all as in like training camp mini camp other people don't need the stadium fine I specifically checked that date for my September show and I'm like are the Houston Texans having a home game that same weekend because they have to share the facilities and I think and Beyonce also doesn't tour too deep into football season not normally but this tour is different because she did her European leg. Now she's got the U.S. leg. But she now she's the USA leg first and then do the European leg. Is that how it normally works? And then South America is always the end. Like she yeah. always goes to South America last. So I'm sitting here like, why is Beyonce touring in a stadium tour deeper into football season? Because now you got preseason games, you got camp, you got all these people who need the facilities. And I don't think that everybody was on the same page. And I think that's just like event manager 101. But Beyonce's done so many tours. I'm like, I'm shocked that this is even still an issue. But she normally doesn't tour this deep into the fall. So I'm like, what's 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 happening here? And she didn't even say any like replacement dates for Pittsburgh either. Mm-mm. So it's just not happening. It's not. Like they couldn't get they couldn't get the venue on board. They couldn't get everybody on board. I don't know. And it's like, it can't compete with the NFL. Look, no, as much as we know Beyonce, um, that Beyonce gets some of that. Well, at least the whole per- somebody gets some of that money. So even if the whole stadium is sold out, that money does not go to anyone. But the NFL is like, let's play big bank, take little bank. Yeah, because listen, like that is that is one entity where I know for sure she would lose. She ain't losing to too many people, but the NFL, yeah, what, yeah. But I felt bad for Pittsburgh all on Twitter. Like Pittsburgh Beyonce fans were just, oh my gosh. They are in their feelings. They are. And they're taking it personally. Like, like she personally does not like, like the she city called of you and like Tina. Hey, I ain't singing for you. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, what is happening here? Like I they mean, were just they're just like Beyonce Beyonce went out of her way to cancel our show in our city. And Pittsburgh. Like, did she though? But did she? I'm like, I don't think I get she- it though. But look, listen, I'm not mad at people, you know, being upset because I live through getting these damn tickets. Um <laughs> and it was ridiculous. All yeah. these codes, wait list for the code, the code for the code to get on the code. Like, 
yo, I cannot, uh-uh. So mm-hmm. some people who like thought, yes, I got it. I got these tickets. I didn't plan my day off. I got my outfit. I got my, I got my hair ready. And you're telling me that in August, I'm not going to see Beyonce in the stadium of my choice. Yeah. I'm mad about that. Cause now you got to scramble. And which means that if you want to see her and you would, were banking on seeing her in Pittsburgh, then you got to get resale tickets. And we know how that goes. Yep. Um, I'm yo. actually, I'm, I'm so curious now. I'm literally on their website and I'm curious what's happening in that stadium on that day. I'm so curious. Let me, I'm, 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 I'm nosy now. <laughs> While Dr. Sunshine is looking for that. Have y'all heard about, um, the new, uh, the new apps that are, are starting since Twitter took the L and lost their mind. Is anybody on spill yet? I used the code you sent me and it worked. So spill is black Twitter. Spill is where black Twitter came to find their home. Essentially. (laughs) Um, Huh. Do you want to tell people how we got there? Do you want to tell people how Spill got on the spotlight? You want me to give you want me to give a quick summary? Sure, I can give a quick one. I can give a quick one. I just so, read it. In time. time has a great article. I think Time has a great article about Spill. So if anybody wants like all the lowdown, they did a great job at at, at saying like how we got here, uh, what makes Spill great. There's an important component to it because there's also you know meta has a a version of Twitter, which they're going to be beefing with the real Twitter for a while. But there's something unique about Spill that allows like um, more monetization and everything. So find that article, but let's go for it, Dr. Sunshine. Wait, but Amy Jo got like real facts and resources and stuff. I ain't got none of that. What I can tell you <laughs> is from the Twitter user experience, because I've been on Twitter for like 15 years. And from the Twitter user experience, I use regular Twitter, black Twitter, all the Twitters. Miami Heat Twitter. I'm all over Twitter, y'all. I tweet a lot. (laughs) Anyway, so we all go on Twitter. And next thing we know, Elon Musk, who now owns Twitter, made this announcement that he's limiting the amount of tweets we can see. As in, no one is allowed to see more than X amount of tweets. And once you scroll through them tweets and you reach your max, it just cuts off. The whole app just cuts off. Yes. Yes. He did this like last week. Because... Well, he will tell you, it'll be, oh, we need to limit the amount of information people are exposed to, yada, yada, yada. Listen, you can take that for whatever you want to. Elon Musk is backed by a lot of people that are very suspicious. Long story short, he basically said, if you are not verified, as in if you don't have that blue check next to your name, like a celebrity, then you can only view X amount of tweets. And once you're done with the tweets, it says, do you want to pay this amount of money so that you can see more tweets? And everybody was like, what? Do you, want me to, do you want me to pay hundreds of dollars to see tweets so that I can get a little blue check mark? Pay like $100 a month or something wild, something wild to see more tweets. So everybody was like, you know what? This app has run its course. Elon Musk is the absolute worst. He's been the worst. Actually, y'all heard about something called Spill? And everybody was like, what's that? So then next thing you know, everyone from Twitter who was disgruntled that day shifted over to Spill it was like, ooh, this nice, this different, this colorful, this is active. What is this? So literally, yes. that was the day that everything shifted. So much to the point where on Twitter, the number one thing trending worldwide on Twitter was spill. Spill so is trending. 
He did. He did. Because every day when I go on Twitter, I'm always like, what's trending? Because if you look on what's trending, you can, you know, like world events, bombing, shootings, like stuff like that. You never know. So I go to number one trending in the world and it's spill. And I'm like, what is spill? So then I clicked on it and it was like, Twitter's limiting tweets. It's forcing people to pay money. Come on over to spill. And people were just giving away uh, activation codes. Like you can invite somebody. Uh, here's a code. Here's a code. Here's a code. But the codes only work for so long. Girl, it was a whole massive exodus from Twitter. You can still yes. keep your Twitter and have spill. But that day in particular, listen, Elon Musk, like he may not, he did probably didn't know what he was doing at the time. But that's how we got here. That's how I got here anyway. But my experience is different than Amy Joe's because Amy Joe might not have been on the original Twitter, but she got on Spill. But that's how oh. I learned of Spill is on Twitter. I see. Now, I do have a Twitter account, but about two months ago, I lost my, I forgot my username and password. <laughs> and so I've been too lazy to get back on it. And then the shit went down. And so I was like, well, I guess I don't need that username and password because I'm not about to get a blue check mark so I can see more than 10 tweets a day, right? Like I, exactly. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So I um, got a code and got on spill. Now the other one is, um, I forgot. And that's no shade to- uh, The other platform? Mark. <laughs> But I don't forgot about the other what the other platform name is. So essentially, Spill is really like at this point being catered to black folks and LGBTQ, and so you know the black mm. folks are on there, and so they also are having po- what is the name of the other one? I only know about Spill. I don't know about any other one. So Facebook or Meta has mm-hmm. also started a platform that is identical to Twitter, right? So Elon and Mark are like beefing about this whole thing because they're saying it's a copyright violation. Like that's just how similar they are. And of course you can sign up for it. You know, it's good. A lot of people have both, but if you go on spill, you will know the name of it. Cause they'd be like, y'all going over to y'all going over there to that, that, that other one or not. Nah. And I was like, I'm staying right here. Like I'm staying mm. with my people. So who's so, in charge of spill? Like who did it? Two former, Twitter employees, I forget their names, but again, I, you know, but I got on it because I was like, black people, I'm here. What's up? Trying to see what I can see. I don't like to miss nothing. But then (laughs) I read an article and had a, you know, so there was, there's two former employees that started it and it has more like, um, uh, GIF base, um, more picture base. So it has more opportunities to monetize like your, I don't know what they call them, but monetize your post because I guess technically they're not tweets. And so that makes it a little bit more unique because it's not a straight up, you know, take this small text thread and have at it. But so far it's fun. Right now, I don't, I can't tell you, I know exactly all the ways to work it, but I'm just appreciating scrolling up and down the line and seeing all the black people making their, what used to be black tweets on spill so i'm like mm-hmm. yes spill it so it's it's kind of cool um i like it i hope it thrives i hope it does its thing because facebook has come on the scene and they got facebook and they've got instagram and now they've got this new version of twitter so of course people are signing up for that but you know it's nice to have a space where you can see colorful things the creators of spill are they people of color they black they are people of color. I cannot for say for sure if they're black because I don't even remember 
their names. You would have thought I'd re- I don't be remembering. You know, names I'm bad at. I will read an article and I'll, you know, I can summarize it. I can summarize the shit out of an article in a heartbeat. But um, <laughs> you ask me for a name, I can't. Don't tell be asking you. me for no names though. I'm like, mm, well, um, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, um, but yeah. Oh that's yeah, the- I see their I see their faces here. Oh yeah, two men of color. Two yeah, mm. I, I know think, it's two I think, guys. I think I think one one is definitely black appearing, and the other one might be Latino, maybe Middle Eastern, maybe probably. If I knew their names, I could definitely I, tell the you. name. But this uh, one, but this one with the shape up in the beard, I think he black. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, and this, and this and this one, and this one's an article in a Black Enterprise. So he he. He got them if into Black Google Enterprise. Half of them spill black. time article. Then I think that that one has their um, their names. But yeah, so it's been cool. So listen, people. Okay, head over I to have, spill. Okay, so one's <laughs> name. Okay, on the left. Yes, he's black. I'm assuming his name is Davaris Brown. D E yeah. capital V. Aris. Black. Okay. Oh, he, once yeah. you put the capital Brown. V in right. the middle, the rest is just all black. D E capital V black. B. <laughs> he could have put he could have put an apostrophe. Davaris nope. Brown. All right. <laughs> the other guy's name is Alfonso Terrell. Okay. okay. Also known as Fonz. So he could go either way. Anywho, but yeah. That's, that's y'all get cool. on spill. I'm on it. Amy Joe's on it. I'm gonna send an invite to Chris so she can get on it. So she can actually uh engage with okay. us on something. Right. Yeah, I just gotta remember my username and password. That's my no, no, no. You don't have to use it. You don't have to memorize it. Well, once you get it, yeah, okay. you kind of need to remember it. Like, so, so go on your phone and put the spill app on there, okay. and then Doctor Sunshine is gonna send you a code because right now it's beta mode, and there's our through through code or you can go on the wait. There is a wait list, so oh, you yeah. have to know somebody that has a code and gives you a code, or mm-hmm. you wait to come off the wait list, which I'm sure will happen really quickly. But and the icon is black. I have to get on a wait list? Like the icon is black, as in like it's a black background, and it just says "spill" in silver letters. Yes. <laughs> oh, so get on spill. I see it. That's how you know it's black. <laughs> so when you download the app, it's gonna say, "Do you have a code?" And Doctor Sunshine will send you the access code, and then you too will be on. Don't you feel like the Beyonce sweepstakes all over? Y'all again? can find us. <laughs> I am my my name on spill is Amy Jo MD. So. Um, oh, get at me. Is, let's get started. Yeah, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> I don't. Doctor Doctor Sunshine will text you a code. So I will text you a code. Don't and have then, it in court. It says if I don't have it, join the wait, wait list. You don't want the wait list. Don't hit that button. You'll get the code. Okay, it's okay. I got you, boo. We move I you to the you, front boo. of the line, boo. Yay! I feel special. It's hilarious. <laughs> Chris, you want to talk? You, you want to talk? You want to talk about your uh, your thing? What you talking about? Oh, what right. you talking about? Uh, what on, you talking y'all. about? I'm doing the invite code. Hold on. She can't even write. <laughs> She's not even focused. I can't. She's like, but oh I gosh. can't. I can't focus right now. Okay, I got it. What's my handle? Create a handle. Yeah. Yeah. One. I don't know what to say. Oh, you want me to come up? You want me to come up with a your Instagram name? Oh, you guys gonna come up with? Oh. Y'all gonna give me a I name? can I can I can come up with a handle for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got time. I can edit out. 
Let's see. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, we have so many things. You could be you could be NYC chocolate drop, or you could be chocolate drop, or you could be or you could be chocolate doc, or you could be NYC chocolate doc, Queens chocolate doc. She gotta be queen. She gotta represent her borough if she do that. Um, while you making that name, uh, did he, did y'all hear all the drama about Kiki and her? Usher yes. Show? Listen, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, "Oh my God, what didn't you just do? see Usher recently?" I did not see him yet. That's in October. You don't understand. Oh, I am. I I don't even know. I'm gonna you be ain't gonna know how to act. I, First of I, all, I, did you see the video? I thought the video was adorable, right? I like, thought it was. Too. I thought it was the cutest was thing. She is so cute. Um, I love me some Kiki though. Yes, I like do. I thought. I thought She's, she was in full character, and it, it was it. cute, right? It, it was all the. Th- I think it was all the things that you would visually hope you looked like when Usher came by singing to you, except for she made it look good. She did. And she did. Like, why am I acting, y'all? Like why? She's like, I'm acting, and I'm like, <laughs> act the way, girl, because that's how. We feel like we look like right. that, but that's not how we would look. Kiki made it look the way we would have felt if Usher walked on us, up on us and started singing. <laughs> so it was adorable. And I was here for it. And she I had on her. this sheer dress. I love her dress. Oh my God. Leotard that had a really high cut. So her cheeks looked amazing. Her post baby body great. all nice and thick and cute. And we were all loving the moment until her raggedy boyfriend came mm. on a post like, but you a mom though. I was so annoyed at that. And like, I was like, oh, uh, now listen, they can, maybe we, maybe they were beefing before she left the house. I don't know. Right. Could have been who ain't never beefed with it, but they boo and then left the house and act like you were not just beefing. We've all done it. We'll do it again. <laughs> but you don't need but, to do it. You don't need to do it on, on, on Instagram. Right. How did they get to Instagram? Like, right. how is that your first comment? You could have tweeted that, but you a mom though. And so then he, so folks, of course, were like, uh-uh, don't do Kiki like that. We love her. Don't you dare. Like, they were going in. And so he posted something like, this is about morals. This is my family. This is, you know, the, you know, my wife and the mother of my children, of course, wife. you know, black folks is going in because they were like, wife, you ain't wife nothing. <laughs> um, oh my God. So they're like, you oh ain't my um, Kiki, I hope this is a warning. And so I, now, I hear that Kiki has monetized this appropriately because she's gotten sweatshirts out on her on her site and everything. Like, you a mom though, right? <laughs> and so I'm not mad at Kiki, but I'm sure, I'm sure after Kiki got come down off that high from singing with Usher, and her girl was like, dude, girl, girl, you know how it is, girl, check your phone. Girl, girl, girl. After Look, all of that happened, she probably got home and was like, yo. Well, the internet beat him up for her. The internet was going in. So then now yeah. she now she in a now she between a rock and a hard place. Cause now right. cause now she she that's her man. But the internet the the reamed they, her man. Broke, so like they broke up as far as the internet is concerned. They they all broke up before she got home from the Usher concert. Oh my God. Cause they're like, no, no, you do but then, not. But didn't she make a post? Didn't she make a post like, I love my man. I lo-. Didn't she make some posts talk about how much she love him? I don't know. Ah! I mean, I, I might have that. felt a way about that very public 
you know, I would have felt a way. And even if you were, you know, trying to be, you know, a little tongue in cheek about it, you know, maybe you said something about my dress before I left out and I had decided that I was going to wear it anyway. And I heard a little sarcasm in your voice when you were like, oh, you wearing that? And I was like, I absolutely am wearing this. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, But I'm going to be real with you. That energy, that's some toxic energy though, because low key, I feel like if me and Jorge were out and Usher is singing the me, I feel like Jorge would be like, yo, my girl fine, ain't she? And she just had a baby. Look at her getting Usher's right. attention. Like, well, I feel like he would be like, because first of all, he ain't going to compete with Usher. Because what Jorge going to do? Sing me a song? Jorge can't sing? Usher's singing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, can't, like, he can't hop up in here and grab the mic. Like, he ain't going to grab the mic. You know what I'm saying? So he just go. I feel like he would just let the moment happen and be like, you know what? I mean, it's a nice it, moment. This is a nice moment for my girl. Usher is right. Usher. Usher is singing I mean, to my girl. Like the benefits why. afterwards, okay? Because what Usher did is get you all fired up. That he's gonna reap the benefits. Right. Yes, right. What you mad about? Don't be hate. Don't be a hater. He's a hater. I would agree. I would. My husband, first of all, is gonna record it, and for the rest of our lives, he's gonna be like, this "Remember that time you was ready to remember that time." Remember that time you was ready to risk it off Usher and I was sitting there and you was acting like I was staring at you, throw them cheeks right. up towards Usher and I'd be like, right. yo, you saw them cheeks, you saw how I turned it? Did you see how, <laughs> did you get the angle? Did you get the right angle though? That's all I want to know. Um, or hold, so, it against, hold it against you forever. Talk about something. You wasn't, you wasn't, you ain't had that tone when, when Usher was singing to you. You ain't, right. you ain't, you ain't had that right. tone when Usher was that's that's not how you that's not how you was looking at Usher. Sure. Look at me how you was looking <laughs> Look at, at Usher. Usher. <laughs> okay, okay. Um but you know I guess you just, forever, but I feel like I feel like he would thoroughly enjoy that and be like, damn, this is really a moment. Like my girl is really out here shining. Right. Cause definitely would have like pushed him down and been standing up singing, like, here come Usher, here come Usher, sit I down. Can't, I can't even see my husband being like, but you are a mom though. Almost like she disrespected him. Like, but you are a right. mom. Right, but you like, a mom what? though. And he tried to play it, you know, and th- the part that I didn't like is that you're mad about it, right? Your kid right. ain't mad about it. The kid is just like, is there breast milk in the refrigerator or not? That's all I that's all the kids <laughs> right. hear about. And so you feel like, but you're a mom though. Like, what is that? What does that mean? Like that you're not mad because she's a mom. You feel a way about what she has on because then your next, your next, you know, post is like it's about the respect, right? Like you got your cell phone out here. You're you at a concert. You're at a you know, concert. Mom, wife and all this stuff, right? So you don't care about her being mom. You don't like it. The kid don't care. Um, but I thought, really, I like that's it. what we're doing. I just I don't. don't like I don't it. like that whole public, you know uh it's rooted it's, it's rooted in something it's either rooted in a little insecurity or it's rooted in a little it's so, it's something there a it's lot of insecurity there. i mean it could be insecurity it could be control it could be it could be a lot of different things but you know what i'm saying and Yo, i think for, for kiki yeah i think for i think what would annoy me is that it doesn't none of we none of us go home with need, with either of them right and right. so we're not in their relationship and so they're going to operate it the way they want to but we can't pretend like public opinion does not stress the system. Right. Yeah, of course it does. So now, whether I'm whether I'm good with you or not, there is still this added pressure that I didn't really need. The only thing I was trying to do was go and sing a love song to Usher, and now you've started a whole thing that I can't even you know live in the moment. It was such a cute moment that it could have lived 
for a long time, right? Yep. And then publicity, it could have been all these things. Yeah. And it just could have been like a cute moment. But now, instead of it even being about that, right? Nobody is actually looking at the video and going, oh my God, that's cute. Everybody's looking at these quick snapshots of the back of her dress and then your post. So the moment now is all about you and how you feel. And of course, we got to get all these type A masculine energies that are up here like, I don't see what's wrong if you want your you want your woman to, you know, that's what's wrong with y'all because y'all, you know, don't understand what it's like. And I'm like, really? Stop. That's what we doing? Stop. Is that Stop. what we're really doing? Because I swear, if I am status post baby and I am looking that good, I don't care if a homeless man check me out. I'm going to be like, hey, 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 did you see? Did you see him look? <laughs> Do you know how fine I am? You saw that hey. homeless dude check me out. I am hey. doing it. Yes. He got all the problems Cheeks in the world. But you know what he did? He checked me out, though. He, he got checked a bunch me of out. problems, but he checked me out, though. His stomach growling. He ain't ate in two days, but he took some energy to check out these cheeks. <laughs> That's I right. know you saw it. Look what you got. Look oh what you my got. Gosh. So, you know, but anywho. Oh, Kiki. I love me some Kiki. I love her too. I was like, I it do was love so cute. Kiki. It was so it was cute. A, it was cute. Watch watch her and Usher have a song together. You know Kiki be singing on the low. And she sings on it too. I, I mean, she hits a little note. And I was like, Kiki, you better be in the moment. I love it. I love it. I love it. Just, so, I'm just you sitting know. there like thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose my mind. I never even saw what this dude looked like. He a little funny looking. A little said he a little funny looking. He is. He a little funny looking. Did her dude? Yeah. And you know somebody found some picture of him in his like underwear, like sitting on the bed, posing, giving everybody the sexy look and been like, how is this different? And I'm like, see, this uh, is just... Now we go a tick for tack whole... and back oh, yeah. forth. Man. I mean, he really... I mean, at the end of the day, if he felt how he felt, he should not have brought it to, to Instagram. He should have just talked to her. Like, a private thing. You don't... You don't do that. Like, even if you're not happy with your partner, I, I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't embarrass them or do something like that in public. Like, you take it home and you figure it out. Right. That's the or you shouldn't even attempt to. Right. Yeah. And 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 if he couldn't if he couldn't appreciate like the gravity of what that was gonna do, then you're a bad partner for her. Right. 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 You you don't you don't really appreciate. <laughs> who you're who you're dating you know who you are co-parenting with um and so that is probably just as much a problem than anything because it didn't have to be about the dress it could have been anything anything that was going first of all her dress is fly that her dress was was her dress was nice fly um fly so yeah it could have been about a whole lot of stuff but the fact that you are putting posts up there they really take away from what i'm sure she and her PR department have worked hard for because I think everything is scripted. I think everything should be scripted. So I do not think it was by accident that they were like, yo, if Usher walks over to your end, we're going to ham it up. Right. And it was such a nice video that I'm sure her people were like, we can use this. It's so cute. It'll get us some traction, you know, towards anything that we got going on and you ruined the moment, little criminal. So yeah. Mm. Dr. Chris. Please talk about what you was going to talk about before Amy Jo uh, derails know, right? even more. This topic is... How can I say? Casual. Yeah, it's kind of casual. Learn some things. I thought it was pretty interesting um, because 
I usually get my inspiration. Because it's summertime. Yeah, and I usually get my inspiration summertime. I usually get my inspiration from like talking to my patients. And um, so basically I talked to, I had a male patient. He was there for his um, annual physical. And anyway, he was talking to me and he just mentioned to me that um, he's going to have a vasectomy. Um, he's done, he's had kids, he has three kids. And basically what he was saying, yeah, I'm going to have that done. And he was just like, you know, I had to talk with my wife and, um, you know, she's been on birth control. There's lots of side effects for her. And, you know, and he was just like, well, you know, it's about time that it, it, it was hard for her to do the birth control. So he's just like, it's something I could do. He was like, we don't want kids anymore. I've decided, we both decided this is not what we want. So I'll just get the vasectomy. And he was just like, yeah. And they told me it's pretty easy procedure. So I'm going to go do it. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then I got to think about this. Like, it's been so long that when, well, first of all, for annual physicals, whenever we see women we always ask them okay what's your birth plan like it's always on the woman to decide birth control like what they want to do right but it's never really in the script that we know to ask men what they want to do as far as their plan um with having kids moving you know if especially if they're in a a committed relationship and you know they have kids already like we never really ask them like oh are you done having kids like what's your plan do you still want to have kids like how can we help you we never ask men that right it's always about the women and so and I was just thinking about that like now that roles are changing and things like why does it always have to be the onus on the woman to decide like why can't it be a shared decision as it should be especially if you guys are in a relationship together you decided you both don't want to have kids like why does it have to be the woman that has to have to take birth control men don't have no plan they don't got no plan (laughs) men don't have no plan for nothing they live in the moment they live in the moment that moment right there and right there even if it ruins the rest of their lives it's that moment right there right now i mean true but i just kind of feel like if you're married (laughs) and like you guys both decided that you don't want to have kids. Like, why does it have to always be the woman that that has to take birth control? Especially if she has lots of, I mean, birth control has lots of side effects for women. Some women. Well, one, you know, we keep we keep all of the which I know you're gonna talk mm-hmm. about, like all of the, you know, reversible birth control options for men are limited. True. Up until recently, mm-hmm. and this is still early, right? It's only been condoms. Yep. And I feel like every, you know, five years or so, there seems to be this latest push for a new birth control, a new male birth control. You hear about it, you hear the the study stirring, and then it, it never makes it off the ground. So I don't know that we even would know how to, even if, even if it comes out the studies and it says thumbs up, this is good to go. Who's going to you know, green light it for the market and how do you market it? How do you market it to men? And that's, 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 you know, that's a good point that you said that because I think another thing too, yes, you're right. There's only reversible, there's only condoms and vasectomy, which they do say that it could be reversible, but honestly, eh, not too many. I have a I have a question. I have a uh-huh. question. Amy Joe, what do you mean how do you market it to men? 
What do you? What's your? So, what's your concern? Do you feel like men won't bite? Yeah, men won't bite. I. Um, I. Okay. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. I find this interesting because I don't. I don't find that men. Um, well, we just don't. Current men, like you, maybe younger men, because the conversation about um, reciprocal birth control would always be in the conversation. But if we're talking about men that are of sexual functioning, sexual age and up, we have not been having conversations that imply that if there is birth control, there is a role to play for everybody. We educate them on how to talk to their, their partners about confirming birth control, but we have never educated men with the idea that they too could play a role in contraception, except for wearing condoms. And generally when we're talking to them about wearing condoms, we're talking about STD prevention, not necessarily birth control. True. Do you know who I think, if it was marketed correctly, is a really good target demographic for this? I think college men would be a great demographic for this because as someone who had a lot of male friends in college, I I feel like it was just a new situation every week where they're just hoping and praying whoever they were with got their period that next week. And, I was, <laughs> and, it, and it just stressed them out. They were just stressed. Because in college, that's when you're young, you're away from home, you're at parties. Now you're on a campus with thousands of people. You're active. You're really active. Probably for some people, the most active they'll be in their life. For some people, depending. And... I feel like if it was marketed correctly, that is an age group, especially the frat guys in particular. I think they'd bite. <laughs> well, so if the- you tell them, if you tell them they could be as active as they want to be, and they're not going to get any of these women pregnant, and they don't got none of that to worry about, I think I think it's a possibility. But then they still have STDs to worry about, so it's only going to help with. Not getting someone pregnant. Well, that's true. But right now we're focused right. on like birth control. Right. Mm-hmm. And here's where I'm like, I'm not sure that they're biting. Hmm. I don't think that the side effect profile, and at this very moment, because somebody's going to write us and say, what's side effect, side effect profile? Mm-hmm. That actually, all the information is not readily available, right? Most of these things are still in in almost ready for market, you know, completing the studies. Even some of the older ones, like you kind of get when that there's going to be you know, a new pill out for men. And then you're, we've all been waiting, right? I feel like every conference we go to, we're waiting for the, you know, the seminar on this male birth control and it hasn't really, um, you know, hit us in, in droves. There's always small pockets. Yes, you can find some dots that have been very invested in the literature and the data and they know all of that, but that ain't me right now. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to be like, all right, it's here. Let's know it. So, um, if it has a side effect profile, cause, cause men are scared in the moment. And once that moment is over, they're back to raw dog in the next time. Right? Like if men were really that damn scared, then they would have a, they would have a scare and they would keep going different from women. Women have one, maybe two scares. They'd be like, yo, I can't keep doing this because the physical burden is not on the man for those 40 weeks. Yeah. Exactly. The physical burden is on the woman. And so the fear is much different. Yes. Yeah. Men are legit scared. Like, Oh God, please let me get this crazy girl pregnant i mean you know she 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 got that good good but i wasn't trying to you know be connected to her for life sure there's all that kind of fear but if they started having side effects 
I do not think they're going to bite. Women will have side effects, some of this stuff, and they'll stay on it until they can get back to their doctor for an alternative because to not be on it means to be pregnant. And to be pregnant is a burden, especially now, right? right. Like it ain't mm-hmm. just pregnancy. It's a pregnancy that I can't get rid of in most states. It's a pregnancy that is going to make me have to, you know, delay graduation potentially. Um, it's going to change my career path. It's going to change a lot of things potentially. And if it changes all of that, then um, that's going to impact me. Generally, men are not going to be impacted. They might be a little irritated about their baby moms, but they're going to stay in school, right? Yep. They're going to still graduate. Um, if they got to move to a different state because that's where their first job offer is, they're going to do that. And if they if they can stay close, they will. But if they don't have to, you know, they've got a little bit more freedom. I'm not saying that they don't care. I am just saying that the impact is different. And so I just don't know that men will agree to side effects in droves in the name of preventing somebody else from getting pregnant from getting pregnant Mm. and you are absolutely right about that because it seems as though they haven't been really working on it but they have been working on it for years and the reason why it hasn't really taken off because of the side effect profile and the side effect the side effect profile is mostly some of the same side effects that women experience on birth control mood swings acne right Mm mm-hmm and um, changing libido libido. because the major thing is like for women you have to think about the problem is that they have to think about um contraception for men differently than women right because with uh so when we do it for women it's mostly affecting like the hormones like you gotta basically affect try to make low testosterone levels but the problem is is testosterone affects a lot of things especially men it helps with bone health, muscle health, supports supports organ health, right? And problem is taking oral testosterone can also gets gets um, broken up in the body really fast, so it doesn't it doesn't have enough time to get to the testes, right? Where that's basically where the sperm is produced, so you never really get to suppress enough suppress testosterone enough to stop producing sperm. But testosterone also affects libido. So you would have to find mm. a way to suppress the testosterone enough that it only affects the sperm production, but doesn't affect the libido. Mm. <laughs> mm. So that's that has been the challenge. But they're coming up. They, they have two options that have made through clinical trials. So, mm. but when do they when do they start to market? Do you know? They, they think that it's going to take about 10 years before they get there. Cause it started it, the safety, it made it through the safety profile. Right. So there were like minimal side effects and what they were, they're working on a pill, which is a hormonal one. So they don't know, but this is the problem. They don't know how much it affects sperm. Like when you ejaculate, so maybe you still have some sperm. Does it make it that you don't have enough sperm? So they don't know that yet. So they're still, working on that. I'm also wondering after you use it, does your sperm production and everything go back to normal? Like is the longevity of how time, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's another thing. Because you don't want guys to use it in their twenties and then when they really need it in their thirties, all of a sudden they got low counts or they have like, you know, decreased motility or something else, you know? Right. Even if you treat men with low testosterone, you give them testosterone, 
right? Then the body doesn't make the testosterone. And then over time, they become infertile when they're on it for a long time. So so they're looking into that three words. And if I was a guy, if I was was a guy, I would think that that trade-off is really, really shitty. And I would not do that at all. Then... And I think that again, I'm I, if we look up one day and 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 I am proven wrong, I have no problem with saying I am quite surprised with this outcome. This was not what I was expecting, and I think that's fine. We do it all the time. That is medicine, and all its glory. But I am trying to think about just general patient populations, right? The conversations that you have with patients. Um, how we talk about sexual function, sexual health, pregnancies, unwanted pregnancies and everything. And I just, I'm finding it hard to, to see, at least at this moment, thinking about all the potentials and all the, the, the concerns. It would, yes, I think, I think if we ask men, would you like to have a way that you could control if a woman gets pregnant by you during act of sex? That was more than just a condom. They would all say, absolutely, yes. Now, that part, Dr. Sunshine, I'm with you. Like, I think most college men, a lot of men, right? You know, I I won't even say college men. I think most men, if we ask that basic question, they'd be like, absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a little bit more control over when these babies come. If we then turned around and said, this is the pill that you can take. And they said, well, what are the side effects? And I said, well, there's a risk that it could tank your testosterone a little too low and here go all the side effects of low T. They'll be like, um, I'm good. We just going to use condoms. I'm going to just, I'm going to just tell her to get on the pill. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the, the whole thing is that the women at the end of the day, it's, it has always been on the women because we hold the, the biggest burden than they do. But but it's not just the burden. It's what Amy Joe said. Because yeah. the burden has the potential of existing, you're more willing, willing to deal with the side effects. Exactly. Yeah. Because your because yeah. your options are different. Yes. Yeah. The guy's right. options are not the same as ours. Exactly. And there and the and the options that we have now, there are not too many options that they have. It's either you use a condom or you do the vasectomy, which is basically a permanent option. But I think, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that I think if you're in, I think women are, yeah, if you're in like a committed relationship, right. Or like, you know, or you just know that you're not going to have kids. And, and I think part of it is that men probably just don't plan for that. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the people that are in the relationship with their wives, like they're, or, or partner, whoever, and they just decided like, Hey, we're not going to have kids anymore. And they're like, maybe tell the the girl, well, are you going to be on birth control? And she's like, well, I don't want to. Why don't you get a vasectomy? And understanding that it's a simple procedure and you could still have erections. Everything works the same. You just don't have the sperm to impregnate the woman, but you could still ejaculate just fine. Everything's fine. Maybe if a lot of them knew about that, or were educated more about that, maybe they would do that. About vasectomies? Yeah. I think vasectomies are pretty, pretty well known. I don't think I don't I don't think the issue on whether or not men have a vasectomy or not is because the information's out there out there. I think most men know that they can 
get snipped. But why don't they? I don't want to. Same reason why they don't for anything else, right? Like, why? I because I don't have to because she can always do it, and if I don't do it, she will do it. Um, because it's it's complete and permanent, right? And so I think there's also this always a small thing. Not that men plan to to dip out, not that men plan to impregnate other people, or not that men plan on sneaking one more in, but the idea of something complete and permanent, especially when it comes to reproductive um, issues, I don't think is is a question that men have to address that much. And so they kind of be like, hmm. I don't, we're going to talk about it. Right. Like I have so many patients that have been supposed to make their appointment Mm. to see urology for these vasectomies. I do get a few that come in and say, Hey, I need to get, I I need to get a vasectomy. Right. Like child number five is about to take me out. So there (laughs) are, there are those, there are, there are, but, but, but but keep in mind, at that point, they are eager to do it because they are like, I am maxed out on how many kids I can have, period, right? Like, I just got no more space. I have no more capacity to pay attention to another kid. Then they're down. We're talking about the people on kid number two. Wife is like, or girlfriend, or baby mom is like, you know, we can stop here, right? Like, they still got a little capacity that if another accident happened, it would be fine. But they really would prefer that that not happen, right? So in that in-between stage where nobody's nobody's back is against the wall or anything like that, when you lay out all the options for men, I'm just saying that men are going to say no. More times they're going to say yes, because the burden of the accident is not on them. They're, they're at no risk. Not, they don't think of, they don't have to think about any of those things. Not immediately. Women immediately like, oh man, black women. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I going to die trying to have this baby? I cannot bleed him and got pregnant this old. Or, um, oh my gosh, my last pregnancy was so hard. I could hardly get to work. I almost got fired last time because I had so many sick days. Or I every I gotta walk around developing a whole baby mm-hmm. in this body, and that is just a pain in the neck. So those things matter to women. Men be empathizing, <laughs> but they backs don't hurt, right? They ain't got no no pelvic pain. They ain't got no <laughs> you know vaginal pain. You know they ain't putting ice packs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, because yeah, put, put ice packs flow. where? Put ice packs where, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> they gonna get it for you. <laughs> They'll get it for you. You need an ice. Where are we pack. putting these ice packs? <laughs> wherever it's needed. On, on everywhere. Wherever it's everywhere. 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 <laughs> ice pack here. Ice pack. Oh, can you rub this here? I got hemorrhoids. Um, did I get pregnant too soon? Is my is my cesarean scar? You know, totally healed. Um, my feet are swollen. Right. Dang, I got diabetes. No, I can't have that milkshake because now I got to take insulin. You know, it's all these different, you know, things that come up that I think e- I think even the best of men have empathy for, but it is, it's still not the same as you having to go through it. Even if they're like, oh my God, my woman is about to really go through it trying to have this surprise baby. That sounds great, but you ain't the woman. You're not the man in the arena. Oh, oh not this the one. Man- Nah, you're not the man in the arena. The man in the arena is like, I appreciate all your cheers and your votes of confidence, but I still got to slay the beast. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. 
Shout out to men though. I love y'all. Yes. I'm not this is not a this is not a, you know, no. I don't like men kind of thing. It, that it's that's just not a real it. I just think that, basically Yeah. About, it just when it boils down to yeah. it, they are like Ooh. We should have we should have had a male guest on for this one. Oh, maybe 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 we'll do one in the future. Cuz I would be very I would be very curious to see the male perspective on the potential of uh a wonder pill that might give him some side effects, but will he do it? <laughs> right, but it but it's question. very true. It really all depends on side effects. Some of the side effects, like you know, these men are not gonna do that, especially Listen, if it's because you you would have you'd have to have two different two different kind of men. Yeah. You'd have to have one that has like no kids, mm-hmm. and you have the one that has like all of them. Because mm-hmm. I bet those perspectives would be very different. True, that is true. That is true. Because the one that I mean, the one you know. that has all of them, and like you said, has reached that capacity. I mean, they might just take the, they might take the L, depending on what it is. Are y'all ready for some questions? Yes, questions. I miss questions. We missed you guys. I don't know if we'll do one or two. Maybe we'll do two. We'll see how I feel. So one of the questions is kind of on brand. We talking about uh, intercourse and things. So we'll do one. It's one intercourse related. So the question is, how long after you have unprotected sex are you still at risk for HIV? That's actually a really good question. And I'm going to tell you, listener, what I tell my patients. So. So from the moment that you have unprotected sex, usually you guys come in my office and you're like, oh my God, you tell me about your antics of a night (laughs) and how you met this person you don't really know. Unprotected sex, you want all the things to be done. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, all the things. Test me for all the things because I had a great time with someone I barely know. Boom, 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 boom. And then I have to have this conversation with you because I'm like, hey, look, woo, you lucked out. Everything's negative. Everything looks good. But then I tell them, hey, just so you know, we need to repeat your HIV test in six months because it can take up to six months for HIV to present itself on a test. So even though you are in the clear for now, you need to, and I put it in the computer. I'm like around Christmas time, you need to come back and give me another HIV test to confirm that it is in fact still negative because that's how long it can take to actually present on our test. And that usually freaks patients the F out because they're like six, because six months is a long time. For someone that's young and active, mm-hmm. six months is a while. Um, but that is the answer to the question. And don't nobody like the answer. Um, yeah. I test them every three months. So I test them. If you have casual partners, then you should be tested once every three months. Um, and because every partner is going to reset your window. So a good rule of thumb is to get tested. So let's say you have two partners, right? So you had sex with partner A, you got tested. And then um, a month later, you had sex with partner B. So then three months after you had sex with partner A, you tested. Um, The chances that you are HIV negative from that partner are really high, right? So the chances that if you tested negative for HIV from partner A, there's a good chance that you do not have HIV for partner A. 
but that does not mean that you do not have HIV from partner B and it just not has, it's just not showing up yet. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we could test you again in six months. So if you, in, in six months, we, which would be three months um, after your previous test, if you were HIV negative at that time, then the chances that you were HIV positive from partner A are super low. Like it just didn't happen. And partner B is a really good chances. But again, you know, it, young people have casual sex. It's just what you do when you're young. I'm down. Um, but you are having casual sex and your partners are also having casual sex. So that one random encounter that you didn't intend to have, like you liked your curtain, but like, I like partner A, partner A, we're cool. We get along well. We don't have any beef. Our sex life is great. There's no problem. I did not know that I was going to bump into partner B and we were going to have a vibe and it was a whole thing. It just seemed like something I can't pass up. That's what you do in your twenties. And it is what it is, but it also means that you're always carrying with you an element of risk that I think goes beyond. Cause they do the same thing in, in my office, right? Like, yo, I'm so glad I got in touch with you. Ooh, two weeks ago, you should have seen it. It was, I couldn't help it. It was it epic. Was, it was a movie. It was epic. It was this. You're like, okay. Doc, doc, listen, <laughs> I'm look, doc, look at me. Listen, I know doc, don't judge me. I see you looking. I'm not looking. I'm like, <laughs> I I, just, 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 just know, just know that this is what happened. So I need you to go on and test me because my girl or my old man is coming next week and I need to know I'm good. And I'm like, listen, I will test you. No problem. We might get a surprise in six to 12 weeks. Yeah. And, and that's just, that is, that's the risk that, you know, we take. So um, if you have casual partners or if you are unsure that your one partner does not have casual partners, then I would generally recommend people get tested every quarter. Yeah, I'm with it. Maybe Joe about to hit us with another question, y'all. <laughs> yes. So one of our a wonderful listeners listened to our last episode and they had follow-up questions. So the question was, um, if you can't take Ozempic due to pancreas issues, was another option, was another option or oral option? Is there another option or an oral option? Mm. So... Listen, I've tried this with the patient and unfortunately the answer is no. So if you, so the side effect, the, the, the concern is for pancreatitis. So generally people who have a history of pancreatitis cannot take the GLP ones. Um, and if you have, if you get issues, if you get either absolute pancreatitis or you get some epigastric pain or tenderness when you take one, we typically will not put you on any of them because there's a chance that you, that you'll have it for all of them. Now, of course I'm rolling with y'all and you know, people are looking at you with these sad puppy dog eyes. Like you've got to give me one of them doc. And I literally got walked a woman through all the options and she had pancreatic pain for every single GLP one. And she had a history of pancreatitis. <laughs> and so that last one she was trying to stay on and I'm poking this belly and she like, mm, no, it's okay. Oh, I think I can still take it. I was like, ma'am, no, <laughs> you are literally wincing. And she was like, I think it'll be all right. So unfortunately, um, if you have a, if you have an increased risk of pancreatitis, you should avoid the GLP ones. And if you have tried one, like if you're in doctor said, let's make a plan, let's try one. And if on that particular one, 
you got pancreatic pain, it would be my recommendation that you continue to avoid all of them because I have seen in some cases where you get the same symptoms with each medication. For the oral option, I think you're talking about ribelsis. I will be fair with you to say, I am not sure if the ribelsis is going to call the same thing. And the ribelsis is the oral version of those GLP ones. But generally, you have to avoid the GLP ones if you have a history of pancreatitis or if it started some epigastric pain and tenderness when you initiated one of those. Yeah, drugs. I think you'll be it'll be hard pressed to find a physician that's re- gonna be okay with really doing that for you. Like if you're telling me you got nausea, some vomiting, I might try a different a different one in that class because sometimes you know if you don't if you don't tolerate Ozempic well, put you on Trelicity and maybe you do better on it, right? Or put you on Victoza, which is the the option injectable option which is every day and you do okay but if you're having symptoms of like pancreatitis <laughs> probably nope. not that was a really sorry that was a really good there. question that was it's a great it question was. the answer isn't as great but the question was good uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry my friend i wish i could give you better news but um yeah hold on before we go i do have a chocolate kiss to give i would like to give yes i would like to give a chocolate kiss to and i i don't i don't even think they know that i even have this show but anyway my husband has a set of friends um and they invited us over for the fourth of july like for a barbecue and everything and it was so wonderful they live in a very cute little neighborhood they got a little house on the corner and they barbecued and when it got dark outside they did fireworks they had a lot of kids come over and everything so everybody did fireworks like kind of like back in the day where like all the aunties and them like get the little lawn chairs and they sit in watching the older kids light the fireworks, but being like, whoa, don't stay, don't linger too long. You light it and you run. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pivot. You gotta pivot. Anyway, we had a really nice time for the 4th of July. It was safe. It was fun. The food was great. The barbecue was awesome. So I really appreciate them for inviting us over. Aww. So my chocolate kiss Aww. goes to them. Yeah. You know, it was really, it was really nice. Cause otherwise we was just going to be out in these streets. You know, I slept the day away. But it was beautiful, and the holiday was nice. I didn't like the fact the holiday was on a Tuesday, but neither here nor there. I know. But it's okay. I made the best of it. (laughs) Here you go. Anyway, any of y'all have chocolate (laughs) kisses, or can we make our way out? Because this one over here. She in her birthday month, y'all, so she she don't know how to act. I don't. It is. She don't know how to act. Like She she on one. I am. It's your birthday. Ah, ah. And just FYI, between this episode and the next episode, we're going to see Beyonce. So we'll give y'all a Beyonce DB when we come back. Yeah, Like all three of us are seeing Beyonce together. So we're going to give y'all a Beyonce debrief without spoilers. But we'll let y'all know how it was. She better not cancel. I'm going to be mad. She not going to. Yo, I'm going to have to call her. <laughs> right. Oh, because oh, you, oh, oh, okay. Because you, because you, because you in there like that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nah, because she going to have to, no. We, she going to have to do a, 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 a private show or something. <laughs> she told me she told me she called me she told me she um, gonna call you, you know, oh okay, did yeah. she now that's oh, good okay. yeah that's good yeah. got you she got you and phone's been quiet phone's been quiet it's been yeah. cool so well I'm you know what we problems. got i don't bother her when you know when she's touring i don't like to bother her like that because that's when she's really in her element so i don't but be you just know calling what? Her this is what because. we gonna do we're gonna put positive energy out there because it's gonna be fun it's gonna be happy because <laughs> you know positive energy you get that back right so we yes, gonna put that that's out true there. And um, I need to get my outfit together since Dr. Chris got an outfit. I know Amy Jo don't got her outfit because Amy Jo waits so, to do everything so at the last minute. It. I know I she don't. It. Yeah, I might change my. Ain't outfit. got a single thing. I don't know. Not a thing. I Wait, I want I you to keep your outfit because I'm gonna do something similarly you want me to keep colorful. My outfit. 
Okay. I'm gonna do something. We gotta end this episode so I can see what y'all. I'm gonna do something. I want to do something similarily colorful to to yours. Oh really? So. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, mine was really colorful. I was like, I made no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So I can find something colorful too. We could be colorful together. We're oh. gonna look fly. Okay. So we're gonna look fly. This outfit. If I move too much. <laughs> you gotta move because you gotta be comfortable no, as no. Beyonce. If I move too much, things might show. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> bye, y'all. We gonna go. Bye, guys. Have a Love good night. Bye. 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 <laughs>